What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. On this episode, we have uh, two of the fan favorites. Uh, first, we're joined by Snappy to talk about our Patreon, him leaving DoorDash, uh, some ganja talk, uh, the OK Boomer thing that's sweeping the nation, burning CDs, little kid costumes, and Halloween, other Halloween shit. Um, and then Pow Wow calls in. We talk about some of my new music news, uh, his medical marijuana growing operation, uh, the TV show Fresh Off the Boat, and then the video games Detroit Become Human and Fortnite. Uh, thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. So, how has your life been? Fucking tiring. <laughs> I could tell. You look like it. Uh, I just want to go home right after before we get done with this and fucking go to sleep. Be honest. Well, hey, I hope that's what happens. <laughs> I hope you can pull that off. Uh, you, if if you're not asleep, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast mo. Um, give us money and get early access to the podcast. That'd be fucking awesome. Be like Jay and Hurricane Haynes and Pow Wow and Marshall and my mother. Um, and be a co-producer and get a shout out just like that because that's fucking dope as shit. I bet that's worth the money. So anyway, uh, thanks to those people. Um, So why are you so tired? Fucking working. Two jobs. About to start a third one, though. Yeah, so... Hopefully you, replace the second one. DoorDash just fell apart. I don't know what the fuck happened. Right, so a couple weeks ago, or a few weeks, whenever it was, on this podcast, you brought up that your new side hustle was DoorDash, and everything was going real fucking good for a while. Yeah, I know. Hell, it got me through last month's bills and shit, and then all of a sudden, the app started fucking up last week, and I think they hired a fuck ton of drivers. Now I can't get any orders. Right. You grew the market... And then they overcorrected it. I know. I don't even give their top driver no fucking orders because I was getting requests through private messages for me to deliver all the fucking time. Why can't you just do that? Why can't you go on 8 day answer aids and you're like, hey, y'all go fucking do y'all's online orders at all places do online orders. I'll pick it up. You send me that shit and you give me whatever, you know? Just gotta work it out. Yeah. Uh, You could do like a... I guess you gotta have upfront money, you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, start your business. Um, well, anyway, so you're starting a new one. There's a, a a local version of of this that around that opened probably what two months before DoorDash came yeah. to our area called Texoma Eat or Texoma Delivery, right? And uh, so where me and you are from, we're from a little place. You're about an hour south of here, and I'm like an hour, two hours southwest of where we're at. Anyway, where we're from, they call it Texoma. Like right. it's like a fucking thing. Like any news station I ever watch, ever growing Texoma up, Texoma news, Texoma news, Texoma weather. Tex- like the term Texoma, um, I almost feel like I'm from Texoma more than me saying I'll be from Oklahoma. And I bet people in like Wichita Falls, Texas, would feel the same way because like. Right. That was just all this. Anyway. He's kind of on the border of the Red River, you know? Yeah. So Texoma is just like a fucking thing for us. But anyway, uh, so Texoma Delivery is the name of this place. And uh, you met with a guy today. I know they have cool, like, pizza delivery hot box things, right? Yeah, I already got mine. Hell so yeah, yeah, I met with this dude, and he kind of went over a couple of things and sent us on our way. Yeah, so it's like, it's like a, a more improved... 
It sounds like it, they've got their shit together a little better than DoorDash. Right. So I yeah. hope so because I'm going to try it out tomorrow, see what happens. So we'll have an update next week, I'm sure, on how Texoma delivery goes. Hopefully it's better than the last week of DoorDash. Fuck, I made like 35 bucks in two days when in generally I'd make 100 120 Right. Oh, and then, so something I did try out, slowly but surely I'll go to every dispensary in our town, but I have no desire to go to new ones, really. Um, but I went to Topper's Dispensary here. You know, it's fucking way the fuck outside of town. They're like, and I even told them, I go, honestly, this place is too far. I haven't been out here because it's too far. I mean, right. And then they go, yeah, but you don't have city taxes, and that's how, blah, blah, blah. Didn't seem to really fucking matter at the end of the day. I have to be real honest because everything was a little more expensive anyway. So anyway, um, I don't, and I know this is a weird complaint, and I'm sure people that are in other states have dispensaries, or maybe it's recreational there, you know, I'm sure it's, I'm sure you're like, fucking dude, that's just how it is. I still cannot get over when, like, there's, like, a million prices for stuff. I don't have a problem with, like, here's three prices, and and it's all in one of these three fucking ranges, right? That's reasonable. Um, But this whole, like, this one's $6.50 a gram. This one's seven dollars a gram, and this one's eight dollars a gram. I'm like, tell me why, like what? And then you have one for thirteen and one for fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the low end ones, right? right. Just, yeah. And then they have a double that, and like I asked these people because they kept trying to. Because I mean, I've always said like Blue Dreams, one of my, you know, I fucking really enjoy it. And they were like, oh, we have it, and it's you know, thirteen a gram. And I'm like, well, you have other stuff for seven a gram. Do you think that's twice as good? Like I would need. To only smoke one bowl compared to two bowls, because that's kind of what you're saying. I right. feel like maybe I'm wrong there, but that's saying like two joints worth of this is equivalent to one joint of that. That's why you're paying this much versus this much. I don't know. I just don't like it. Right? I'm not hate on them because a lot of people do it, but they had fucking probably thirty different strands or strains, which I guess is good because my complaint a lot of time is like I would like you know if I have one I fucking like I want that one. Right. Um. But. Like I said, there were so many prices that it was like kind of made your head spin a little bit. You're like, hold on, this uh, is a lot of fucking math. I went out there one time and they had one of them seven fifty a gram. They opened a jar. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it almost and, it almost smelled like that that nasty Halloween candy that tastes like fucking zombie puke. I have no idea what you're talking about, but there, there's one that's like kids, zombies and, it, and it's fucking disgusting. I mean, you you almost want to throw up, and that's what that smelled like. I'm like, no thanks. Yeah, that's not good. I will say uh, I'm probably done with canes. Like it uh, st- looks so bad. I still haven't even went in there. Like, for instance, when it's in your grinder and you break it up, it's fun. You know, it's all broke up. It's fine. But when you just look at it, because they have these big ass fucking jugs, it looks old and loose and they didn't trim off all the leaves right. It's just a horrible trimming job. And it just looks so bad that when you're getting it, you're like, oh, yeah, my my last little small plant that was a freebie. It was kind of in between my two last harvest. It's kind of loose, and but it tastes all right. I mean, it can't, ain't quite done curing, but I just had to try it last night because I was out. Right. And I mean, it was tasting all right, but it wasn't near as good as that pineapple I had. Right. But then that other one, I just never even done anything with because it was trash. I yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, try toppers. It was all right. We'll have to try some other, the other stores eventually someday, but we'll yeah, see Yeah, I seen a dude driving around while I go with the native harvest. I know. I was. I drove by yesterday. I was curious they if they opened open. Yet. No, they didn't. Uh, 
that didn't have any lights on anyway at fucking five o'clock. So I but like, like I was saying in Discord the other day, the problem with this town, you find something you really fucking like that does what you need it to do, you go back and it's nowhere to be found. Right. I mean, it's they like had, they tell their buddies and then the employees start fucking pulling it back for themselves. Right. I went and got um some Blue Dream Friday. I didn't tell anybody. You know, they had it um, at Affordable. And then I went back Tuesday and they had like three nugs left. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want that. So I'll, I'll go. And then the other stuff looks really good, but that'll be gone by the next. So, yeah, it's just it's yep. just to me, obviously, they're selling pot to get high and not medicine whenever they just have random sh- strains. You know, right. that's the way I feel about it. But I, I don't know. And again, the prices are so crazy that uh I really wish our medical insurance would cover it. Hey, unless they get these uh, regulations fi- uh, figured out that they're putting in place with all the testing that they don't even have licenses for right now. Right. The uh, price more. is going to skyrocket. Yeah, probably will. Um, that'll fucking suck. Uh, who knows? Who knows what fucking happened in the world? I had something I was going to say before you saw that goddamn shit, though. Mm, my bad. Who knows? Um I have a whole fucking list of random shit. The big thing this week is the OK Boomer phrase. And it's taken over the internet. Um, I don't really see it. To be real honest, I did not actually. It's one of those news stories that I kind of feel like it's made up. And um, now everyone's reacting to this made up news story. It's kind of like the Tide Pod thing, right? Like the Tide Pod thing was like, I think one kid might have fucking did it or something. And then it became like a huge deal. And it was like, well, that's not everyone. Uh, so. Millennials are saying okay boomer to old people. So old people bitch and complain about whatever, and then millennials go okay boomer, and then that's their like way of just dismissing them. And I to me that's whatever. And the only reason I say that's fine is because I think uh baby boomers have been bitching about millennials for the last ten years. Right? Like they're all the time like fucking millennials this and millennials that. So I'm like for their response just be okay boomer. And then now the boomers who call millennials snowflakes, I guess, are going online and they're complaining that that's a hate speech and that boomer is the equivalent to the N-word and it's ageism. Shut up. And now all these old people are bitching about millennials making fun of them, which, of course, millennials, because the way we are, are just going to keep saying, OK, boomer, even more now because it's a fucking news story. I where- don't know, man. I always tried to respect my elders. Uh, Yeah, but elders used to be different. To I think personally, like, if I had to talk to my parents the way some of these kids talk to their shit. See, I don't think of that as elders. My mom was fucking elders, grandparents, but I'd I'd heard it said that I don't respect them till they respect me. It's like they've been on this year for fucking our sixty goddamn years. You don't for know instance, what they've been through. Uh, like uh, our granny fern, right? I didn't have any time. I mean, I don't know. You learn different shit about different people, but like, I never heard her say anything particularly stupid, right? Because she didn't talk much. Right now, I have other grandparents or great aunts or old people in my family or extended family that I've heard say the stupidest fucking shit. So yeah, I do lose respect for someone when I've heard them say stuff. And then what Facebook's done is all those old people post shit to where like daily I see family members where I lose respect for them because of stuff they post. You're not one of them. I don't care. I mean, I think yours are genuine. But there are people that post shit they think are like real news stories or they think it's really funny. And I'm like, ah, but see, that's just racist. Like, there are people, like, that's what happens. So I think there's a reason why me, I don't respect elders or my generation. It doesn't have anything to do with my parents. I I respect my parents, but they're also, to me, not elders. My mom's 18 years older than me. You know what I mean? She's not like 
fucking gray headed and shit. Uh, not that if you are, that's bad, but so mm. uh, baby boomers, I just think are very sensitive about their age. What year was the baby boomers? Huh. I don't know. They're the ones that got born after they had World War Two, and they, everyone came back and they started right. fucking in okay. peacetime. It's a large generation. It covered like 30 fucking years or something. Yeah. And they all fucking stick together. Yeah, how did they have like a 30-year generation and then oh, there's fuck. like fucking 10 from the time I was born from the time you was born? Right. It's and fucking ridiculous. Apparently, Gen Z or whatever they call the one after the millennials are the ones that actually started the OK Boomer thing. But now and millennials. should generation be by 100 years and uh, no, I, I just don't understand what to they're me doing personally. There. A generation should just be every twenty years because I would think of every time a parent has a kid, that's a generation. And I would say on average, whatever the average time is for people to have kids, um, but that's not how they do it. And I think baby boomers were so big because there was no technological advances for fucking fifty years. So it's like their childhood was all basically the same. But then, like your childhood and my childhood were kind of close. But I got a computer in like sixth grade. Right, so like before sixth grade, I was all you know, no internet life. But right. sixth grade after, I was like, I ain't buying shit. I'm downloading every song illegally off Napster. So uh, uh, I think Napster was like around like end of my high school college. <laughs> I remember having friends come over, and I would just try to show off like I downloaded 300 songs over the month, and they'd be like, I don't care. I'd be like, Look, we're gonna check out all these songs, and they're like. Dude, no one gives a fuck about your download song. And then, like, years later, when LimeWire was a thing, they were like, how do I get LimeWire? And I'm like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> y'all didn't support me in Napster days when I was excited about this shit. Fucking Napster and LimeWire. That's some old school shit. That was also the side hustle was burning CDs for people back in the day. I remember that shit easy. Like, uh, some kid would come and he'd be like, could you get these 18 songs in a CD for me? And I'm like, yeah, for $10. And then I would just go home and download them, and then you would burn a CD and sell it. Yeah, sound like you was in the family business. Yeah, your brother was also <laughs> a big bootlegger. But, I mean, he got... I never liked your brother's bootleg movies, personally. No, Because I, have, I don't enjoy someone standing still, up in front of a I screen. still have not watched Blade Trinity the the final blade series. I might own it on DVD around because here because I got it from my brother and this motherfucker in the middle of the goddamn movie you can see a motherfucker get up and go get popcorn and come back and fucking run it. Yeah, I, I remember. I, was Shad, I, I turned it off. I said I watch DVDs for quality. Shad got one from me that was fucking some goddamn Spanish movie. It wasn't even the fucking real movie. It's like they would sit up there with their recorders, like where they're showing the movies. Yeah. And that's how they did and it. And I downloaded plenty of torrents like that. You're like, don't get me wrong. Um, when I first learned about torrents and we're downloading whole seasons of TV before like the Netflix binge watching revolution, and I downloaded a bunch of movies, there were plenty like that. And that was fine for me to do that for free, but I wasn't going to pay your brother for it. You know what I mean? That's where my thing was at. Like, you can't pay for that shit. The quality's horrible. Um, oh, another thing I saw this week, because it's kind of current event-ish. So Halloween was last week from this recording. Uh, I guess everyone this year just decided to dress their infant to toddlers as people that were pop culture things from when we were younger. And then everyone just celebrated it. Like, there's a little fat kid dressed up like Billy Bob that people shared, and they thought it was so funny. I thought was that someone, one was pretty spot on, that, actually. But, I mean, I guess I don't care about the spot on, but, like, that kid don't give a fuck about Varsity Blues. Another kid was Joe Dirt, fucking two years uh, old. That right. kid ain't give a shit about Joe Dirt. Like, fuck these parents. They're people on social media trying to show off and get locks by using their kids. And I fucking hate it. And everyone I saw I was like, piece of shit. Let her be a fucking princess. Like, why does... I just don't understand the, like, we're going to do this shit... 
Kids have never watched these fucking rated R movies, right? Yeah. And they were all over the place. Arca is good to choose. That's how I would. I think. Trinity always tried to make her, make her. Some turned out okay, and some not so much. I'm not a big Halloween costume person, so maybe that's just me being a hater. But uh, I just feel like anytime I see little kids being dressed up, and and maybe it'll be cute. Some everybody you know, switched but. over to trunk or treat, and it's just not the same. You yeah. walk away with a quarter bag of candy, and you're just like, yeah, that that was worth it. Oh, see, I heard uh, from a coworker of mine, he took his side, and they got bukus and bukus. Well, we've always so much candy. My wife grew up in Stonewall after she moved from Oregon. Always, that's where her family's from. That's where her dad goes. We've always done trick or treating out there, and they would fucking load up. But this time they didn't have much, so we stopped back by the little Ada house in addition. They ended up filling up. Right. Um, I don't know much. I mean, my Halloween growing up in a small town was you got your, you know, wherever you started at, ours would probably be like the end of 8th Street or whatever, and you would just fucking take off, and you'd walk over the whole goddamn town getting candy. And we go, would change out bags two or three times when I was a kid. Uh, and we never had to do any of that crazy. No, like it was so fucking full back in the day that we would carry extra bags and right, run yeah, back that, to the car, dump them. See, I never did bag. I always did like uh, the big pumpkin. We was poor. We always had Walmart sex. <laughs> no, see, the pumpkin heads came with everything, but like Happy Meals all came with them when I was a kid and stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember all the old people I knew who would have full size candy bars because no one would ever go to their house, and I would get like multiple ones. Like a lady yeah. up the block, I got like four Reese's cups every year because I knew no one else would even go there. Shit, I would have like fifteen different costumes then. Fuck it, <laughs> right? And uh, I definitely enjoyed the whole just going everywhere. Like you just walked over town, you go to the depot. Uh, that's like the library. Uh, my hometown is a library and a train station, an old train station, and they would always have popcorn balls, and that was the only place in town that would have them. Like, no one else would even make them. So, like, if you got a popcorn ball, you got it from the goddamn library, <laughs> and, you know, the churches would pass out something special that was specific for them, it seemed like. But, yeah, it was more of an event. I don't know. It was just – and then when you got to about 12 or 13, whatever it was, you were like, fuck trick-or-treating, we're getting toilet paper. And then you go, toilet paper, teacher's houses, or whatever, and – then yeah. that was a whole other time period. We had in my egg life. wars like fucking eighth grade versus ninth grade type shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, we never did eggs. We were fairly respectable, I guess. Well, and then, you know, we had our assholes that freeze the eggs. No, yeah, that's some bullshit. Um, so, anyway, I'm anti people dressing their kids up like things their kids don't know what the fuck it is. That's, uh, want to get that on record. Uh, Skinny was over here the other night because I've been. Uh, I have enough beats made. I just got to make the videos where I can continue my three beats a week for the rest of the year. Um, we'll see what I do next year. Probably not that, you know, cause it's a fucking lot of work and, uh, I need to sell more. Um, anyway, I was explaining to him how the difference between black people music and white people music on the way they clap. And then when I told it to him, I thought this was like super common knowledge and he cracked the fuck up and he's like, Oh shit, you're completely right. So I will just explain it to everyone else here. Cause it seems pretty racist. And I feel like a podcast is a place to expose your racist ideas. So for like black people music, I wish I really, uh, had a song choice here you know but if you can just imagine um like in a black church and i guess skinny grew up in a black church because his parents are pastors so that's why it really hit home for him um they clap on the on beat right so it's like on the one like i don't know if that makes sense to you but if they're singing like they're clapping with the beat where white people when it's like a country sort of like they're saying they're like a on the off beat it's like a stomp and a clap with white people but like I don't know. It makes perfect sense. Um, I just think everyone out there should pay attention in the future. 
of how different races or the whole crowd would have to be that, you know, because crowds kind of go together. I don't know. Everyone got off beating fucking church. That's what I associate clapping with music. Uh, see, I think most of you are pretty on, but like, I understand that people don't make music. It's hard to know, but it's just why people be clapping on the downbeat. That's just what happens. And it's like the boom, ch- boom. Ch- whereas in like, uh, that's just not how like the hip hoppers do it. Anyway, uh, take note of people motherfucking clapping. Interesting. Did you grow up with a bunch of CB radios? I did. Because that was a big thing when I was younger. See, my, my dad always had a CB radio in his truck. Yeah, so did my brother. And I don't even know if they fucking exist anymore. Uh, we had these neighbors that was, when I was young, They uh, she was our babysitter, her and her family. And my mom needed something when we go to the CB and fucking holler up there. Hell yeah. Do some... Yeah, I was around CBs quite a bit younger. Right. I remember a lot of times going on vacation. Like, my grandparents lived in Colorado, and my dad would have one in the vehicle, and we would always be talking to, or listening in, you know, like, oh, they said the cops coming up here, or this truck said this, and you would just always listen to all these fucking truckers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a big fucking deal. And I just was like, oh, everyone just has CB radios. But no, now in the world, I don't know anyone that has a CB radio in their car. Man, I used to have a delivery driver. This motherfucker had like 15 antennas on his little bitty fucking Datsun truck. What did he, he, he was serious. listening to? He was serious about that shit. Oh, hell and yeah. Of course, he was a volunteer firefighter. And oh, hell yeah. Thought he had to go to every single call. He was a nasty son of a bitch, but. I hope he's listening. Thanks for checking us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right, man. I think that's about all I got. Fuck, super short episode, my bad. <laughs> it's been so fucking busy, man. I just ain't had time. Alright. Alright then. Alright, peace. Alright, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, we are joined by Powell. Yo, 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 what to do, people? Um, so since the last time I was recording, uh, it was only a minute ago on this episode, uh, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of shit. So I'm going to talk about that for one second. Um, All right. I've spent the last uh, probably 36 hours mixing my Damn. next collab album. Uh, just pretty much nonstop. I mean, and I slept, but. When's it dropping, bro? Um, I'm going to drop it, I believe, December 13th is, all the, right. is the date I'm going to set. And uh, I just sent an email out to all the artists of like, hey, this is what I'm going with as the final mix. So check it. Make sure it's yours isn't too fucked up because, you know, I'm not the best <laughs> at mixing. Uh, and then early this morning, Strong Maurice was like, oh, you don't have this one meter that checks your loudness? And I was like, no. And then I had to redo it all. Uh, because I downloaded this oh, meter damn. and was like, fuck. And it was helpful, but it just caused a lot of work. Um, really, for anyone else out there in music, it's the loudness war, right? Like, we're used to hearing music just so fucking loud, um, but apparently people are moving away from that, which is good for indie people, you know, because it's hard for me, for instance, to get a loud mix. Um, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of balancing that. A lot of people want to hear a loud mix, but you don't want to make it so loud that it's too compressed and too squished. 
or whatever. So it was just me balancing that. Also, everyone else's verses just sound better because everyone has better microphones than me, I guess. And uh, yeah, so I was just trying to make mine sound halfway decent in comparison. But um, I have a few songs that I think you'll like in particularly. You know, hell yeah, fist uh, fist pumping songs. Yeah, a little more. I I think Big Around Titties will definitely be the banger for sure off the oh for sure album and um it's gonna be a gym track for sure right so there there's a a few good songs but that's what i've been really doing my whole weekend with so the reason why patrons you're not gonna get this episode that you're listening to right now that early is because that kind of took over all my time and i've gotten to this and you were calling in here pretty late so yeah i mean shit happens it happens motherfuckers um also to the patrons on the next episode that comes out Wednesday, I've already recorded and mixed that and saved it, and I forgot to shout y'all out. So um, my damn. bad. It's the first time it's happened, but it's because the episode was like an hour and a half long. I was like, God damn, and I was just, I just forgot. Right? <laughs> and uh, so I'll apologize now. Uh, you can go request a refund through Patreon if you really want to, but that would fucking suck. <laughs> uh, but anyway. It's only one time. We'll forgive you, bro. Sweet. I mean, you still get one every week because I, you know, I do like the Monday ones anyway. Um, so, yeah. and also on the next podcast, pal, I think you'll like it. Um, EJ calls in from uh, that I used to rap with. You know, oh, EJ yeah? the bald headed bastard, if you will. Um, yes. On Second Chance and some other songs, uh, he called in. We reminisced about old SoundClick days and how it was being an internet rapper circa two thousand seven, two thousand eight, around that time period, two thousand nine, yeah. maybe is when that was. Um, so if you're interested in that, that's happening. But like I said, it's really long. And then we do top five oh, yeah. favorite rappers at the end. So that makes it even longer. And oh, um, that'll be good, though. That's going to be a good one. I'm going to have to listen to that. So look out for that shit, motherfuckers. And again, my bad patrons. Um, so something big news in your world that's happened I was going to bring up um, is you yeah. finally had a big harvest. So if people aren't familiar, uh, these days you come on here to talk about your <sighs> marijuana growing. Um it really has become a pillar of our podcast. I didn't mean for it to, but you know, it's just the common thread a lot of people have. <laughs> for sure. It so, is. Um so anyway, you we've talked, you know, we went and interviewed you in your grow house. Uh yeah. You know, we've been following this. So how did your uh operation go? So I was pretty stoked. So we had five plants, right? And we had two Platinum cakes, a OG Kush, a strawberry Kush, and a purple Urkel. Now, this is this was kind of an experiment because most people that I had spoke with, and again, I'm not some you know master grower by any means or whatever they like to call themselves. Um, I just wanted to try something new, and so normally you don't do like clones of clones. They just usually say don't do that. You know, stick with first generation clones, and that's it. All of these that we had, except for Purple Urkel, which I got free. Well, technically, it was a dollar uh, on 420 at Med Farm here. And uh, I am super stoked because we ended up getting just over 15 ounces. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. So, but one thing that we didn't get to um, is we didn't buy a press, um, which I'll have to buy one for the next one because I want to make some of that uh, live rosin. Right. Um, the real shit where you just then, press the weed down. It's not nothing. Yeah, else. You, that's it. You just press it down. You put it in a freezer on some parchment paper, you know, move it, move it around. So that way you can get yourself a nice little ball. Um, I want to try that and see if it works. 
Um, but I mean, I was super stoked about this grow. I had my pops help me on it. Like it was awesome. But one thing that we tried that I, I will never do again is we did it where we literally cut them off, uh, and left them with all the water leaves, no trimming at all, no wet trimming at all, just hanging it up. And then you dry trim it. So after it's dried, right, bro, I will never do that shit. It made everything so much harder because again, now that they're all shrinked up and shriveled up, they're all inside of the bud. And like, I don't want to have those massive water leaves that don't have any, you know, beautiful crystals on them. Like, no, I agree. That's just going to make it taste bad. I, when I go into a dispensary and they got fucking the big old leaves in there, it's like, God damn it. No. Shitty well, ass like, trimmers. It's exactly what it is. It's shitty trimming. Like it's, it's not that difficult. You just get a nice pair of scissors and a little small pair and you chop off right there at the base and pull the whole leaf out. Right. Like, it's not really that difficult. I'm pretty sure like I said, it's been a couple of days on the early beginning of this podcast. I mentioned I'm done with one of the dispensaries here in town because the butt is just trimmed so bad that it just I, every time I buy it, I feel like a fucking idiot, you know. So no, I feel it. So like I, I really can't wait for you to try this stuff that I have. Um, I know, I'm like, excited so about for, the strawberry stuff. Uh, I like anything strawberry in the name, typically. For sure. I mean, and so like strawberry Kush. So she is she's a clone of a clone. Um, well, as far as I know, she's only a clone of a clone. You know, I, I got this off of a clone that we got. This is off of our first harvest. Um, and it's See, crazy. We the reason, more than doubled our first. One. And the reason you don't want clones of clones is because you'll turn out um, like the space alien people from Stargate. Uh, yeah. like forest people. Um, yeah. And you're not pure. Sorry. Only exactly. like me and you get that reference. So random side note, me and Powell love Stargate. If anyone else Hell, out there likes Stargate, let us know. For sure. Like we'll, we'll make a little part on the discord just for Stargate. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like straight up, we will. Um, but no, like, so I was super stoked about this harvest. Um, I'm still learning quite a bit. Um, you know, number one thing is just being attentive and every day that you go out there that, you know, that you're, you're measuring, making sure your water's in there. And when you're adding nutrients, just checking the plants. And then of course, talking to them, um, making sure that they're still doing okay. Uh, and, and I don't know, I, I was really happy about this harvest overall. Um, but I'll tell you something, man, when you try these ones that we have the platinum cake, I have never in my entire life had it where when I take the bud and all I do is I'm taking it from the jar and I put it into the grinder and piss off for people that are like, I don't ever use grinders. You can piss off. It's just much easier. Put it in the grinder and that's it. My fingers, after I fill up my grinder, are completely sticky and you can just rub them together. Uh, like it, I'm so stoked. That is awesome. It's fucking annoying to be honest. It is, it's exactly right. That's not like, it's so, it's awesome. But then I'm like, now I've got this shit on my hands. Cause now if I'm trying to roll what you know, me, that's all we're doing is rolling joints. Right. Um, swimmed a couple of months lately. Um, but it makes it very difficult. Your hands are sticking to the paper and then you rip the paper and then you get all pissed. Um, but no, it, it's, it's pretty cool, but we are starting a new one. Uh, I do have four new ones that we're starting that I'm pretty stoked about. We've got train wreck, critical mass power plant, and uh, one seed that I got from a buddy that is gorilla glue number four. Hell yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked to get those going. And so since you've got your card, bro, are you ever going to get a grow started? Um, I never have money. Uh, to be real honest, the, my bank account, it's very dire situation the last few months. 
uh, maybe someday that'd be cool because I would love to grow the shit that I like, like, um, you know, get my strains and I'm like, oh, this is my shit. But yeah, uh, I also know where I would do it. I know um, like Snappy, uh, you know, he's we've I've smoked some that he grew. I noticed it kind of yeah. tasted like his house, like, you know, like everyone's house uh, has their own kind of yeah. smell to it. And I yeah. was like, oh, my house has a weird smell to it. And so I want to be <laughs> careful where I fucking grow it at. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it would be awesome, but I know it's just such a large investment money wise up front to get it going. It and is. I'm just never in the position. Um, but yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Right now. I just enjoy buying some pot, you know, finally got some wedding cake. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about wedding cake for a long time and uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, that's, and that's what I've got that platinum cake. It's a, uh, platinum cush and wedding cake together. Um, yeah, like I would I, say that, the that's, wedding cake's a little sweeter than your platinum cake. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's, that's for sure. Um, and, and honestly that strawberry cause she is, bro, she's just very like pungent. Like she just punches you in the mouth when you open her up. Right. Um, but no, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I, I suggest anyone in Oklahoma the and it is a little expensive at first, but honestly you could spend, you know, 400 bucks and get yourself a, a grow setup for one plant. Right. And one plant can get you at least four ounces. Yeah, but that's after quite a while of working on it. I mean, and it's a lot of work. I mean, I see what you do. I mean, you do more than oh, most. Oh, for I sure. Guess, but, uh, oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, I'm not acting like this is, it's simple, but I think it's just, I don't know. I think after a while, like after this, so after this harvest, we've made, we've, we have got enough smoke to equal out to what we would have paid for on everything we did on the building. It's like all the money we paid for on the building from electrical to, the tin metal, which pops had most of it, plywood, uh, insulation, obviously lights, you know, tubing, everything in there. We were able to finally make our money back on this last harvest, which is technically our second and a half harvest. Because the first one I consider it to be a half harvest. I don't even consider it to be a full harvest. It was so shitty. Yeah, I remember it. Um, all right. So I'm glad that went well. You'll have to come down soonish. I know you said you might yeah. in December. So. Yeah, I will in December for sure. I mean, but if not, we were talking about going down there actually a little bit before, but I don't know. I mean, we're going to Detroit here in two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, we'll be up there for a week, so. Hell yeah. Perfect time for you to catch up on this podcast. Um, at least the Hell music yeah. ones, you know, get you some entertainment there. Um Yeah. Now, I do want to recommend – I've brought up a million times on this podcast, but it, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I recommend you shows, and I'm, I don't really think you're going to watch them, you know? but I'm still like, pal, I'm going to tell you about this awesome show. But this yep. is a show what, um, that I really think you should watch called Fresh Off the Boat. You may already watch it. I don't know. Um, you know, I think I, that's what the, the Asian people – Yes. Dude, it is an Asian yeah. Goldbergs, but it's set in the 90s, and the main character loves hip-hop music. So it's like – I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Like, <laughs> remember, like when I got really into Goldbergs in that first half, and I told you about it, and I was like, "Dude, yes. this show's great." I kind of, I mean, I do like the Goldbergs. Don't get me wrong, but like, we yeah. actually grew up in the '90s, me and you. So, like, yeah, we did. We get like the references and the music they play. It's so fucking good. And then like Shaq will come in on an episode. Hulk Hogan was on an episode. Oh, uh, really? Because he lives. That's in, pretty dope. He lives in Orlando, so like they all love Shaq. Um, oh yeah. Course, it's anyway for you personally. Like, you would like Fresh Off the Boat because it's me and you. We have a weird thing where we were even in college, we would like sitcoms, 
And a lot of people yeah. are like, well, it's kind of fucking corny or whatever, but it's like, and sometimes they but are. But we like, but I mean, yeah, some, but it's still good. Yeah, but some sitcoms can be great. So anyway, you would really like Fresh Off the Boat. Um, I think you would really like the dad character as well. Um, but the main character is actually um, the oldest son. And whenever I saw the commercials, I just would have never guessed that. I didn't know he was in a really? hip hop. I didn't no, know I, any of that. I thought it was the dad. Right. I thought so too. Um, but no, Eddie is the, uh, the oldest son and. It's just, it's really good. Um, like I said, it's very comparable to Goldberg's because it's, you know, a period piece. I think it's on the same channel um, mm-hmm. and all that. But uh, I think you personally need to check out Fresh Off the Boat. I'm on like almost the end of season two, I think. It's like the show we just kind of put on when you don't want to get anything too serious on TV, you know? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like right before you go to bed, but like, I'll tell you. <laughs> right. So anyway, that was... Uh, one thing I just needed to let you know about. Um, I'm trying right. to think. Uh, I know we've been playing some Fortnite. Yeah. And you and Rusty, Rusty won the other day. Yeah, you and Rusty have really been killing it. Um, I want a solo match my first time back after a week. Oh, one thing I want to tell you before we get the Fortnite talk, though, because I will come yeah. back to it. Um, I beat a game. I don't even think I've talked about playing this game on the podcast. Um, but a game that came out, uh, it was free on PlayStation Plus a few months ago, I believe, called Detroit Become Human. Um, it came out last year. I really won it when it came out because it looked interesting. Uh, yeah. It's like a story-based game, so it's kind of in the line of like the Telltale games or maybe like uh, – God damn it, I can't even think of what that other game series is. Um, by Don't Nod is the developer. Anyway, it's one of those story-type games where you're like choosing decision, like making decisions mm-hmm. in the story, right? It's like you want to do this or this, except it's like that on steroids because it's really good graphics. You're like still moving around the world. Um, but the whole gameplay is basically quick time events. You know, it's like hit square, hit triangle, hit this is like shit's happening. And typically that's not my favorite thing. Um, but the story of the game is so good. So it's like in Detroit, you know, where the the home of making the automobiles, it's like uh, in the future where now they're making androids. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's also very similar to this AMC show. I remember watching called humans, um, that was about androids. I remember that. Where it's like some androids uh, get free will, right? It's kind of a, a tropey storyline, I guess, in that sense. But you're playing as these three androids that have gotten free will. And then you're playing through their storyline. And then eventually they meet, you know, they kind of cross up at one point. Um, but the story's just really fucking good. And the game was really good. And the whole time I kept telling Kubi, like, fuck, this game's awesome. Like, I mean, I know I value stories and games more than most. But I was just mm-hmm. like, I think if anyone played this, I don't see how you wouldn't just like really get into this shit it's so fucking good so um i beat that this week i could go back and try to platinum it i don't think it would be that hard but i also kind of like that my story is my story you know yeah and you're and you're done with it i mean th- but i mean i think you will go back just because i know you like platinum games so right. uh, i figure at some point you'll probably go back and, and try to beat it again. and that could happen right? i might just wait um i know uh but is there that much to do well, the only small things like the trophies. So, for it's like the first trophy I missed that I remember uh-huh. um, is one of the storylines. You're this uh, female android that like wants to be a mother of this little girl, and you had to find you know, a place to sleep. And I could have robbed this dude and then took the money and got a hotel, but I felt like that didn't fit that character. So instead, yeah. we slept in an abandoned car, and that's how it ended that little chapter. But there was a trophy if I would have slept in the hotel. And I can only, uh, I, now there might have been another way to sleep in the hotel besides robbing the person, but that was the only thing I could see. So, and then like something real interesting happened in the game was like, you know, a very early scene um, with one of the characters you help out, um, 
you know, you free this other android because it's basically a virus. You can just give free will to other androids. So Mm -hmm. you get this one to help you and you set him free. And then like at the very end of the game, because I did that, he was available to like die in my place. Like he jumped in front of a bullet sort of scenario. And I don't think that would have happened if I wouldn't have befriended him at the beginning, you know? So it was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. There's give and take for sure. Right. So I'm just, I was a big fan. I know I'm really late to the game. I think it came out last year, Um, but it's up there. It's probably the best game I played this year. Like it, I'm gonna. It'll stick with me a long time. I bet. I'm like, oh, this is a good Hell game. Yeah, so, um, anyway, so since I beat that, I can probably come back and play a little um, Fortnite again. Uh, this month on PlayStation Plus, they gave out a game called Neo that I've also been wanting to buy. So I'm glad yeah. I never did. Uh, it's like Dynasty Warriors mixed with Dark Souls or something. I don't know. It's like a weird. Okay. Like it's really Japanese as fuck looking. But yeah, I've already got it downloaded. So I'm gonna try that out out eventually but um i will get back to you and rusty on Fortnite. now i have to tell one story of last night so okay i generally and this sounds mean i don't like playing with your brother and his friends right on Fortnite, <laughs> For sure. and i know it comes off mean like that and i'm kind of mean to your little brother just to be a dick <laughs> um but it's because they take it too serious right and they're yeah. like i don't know it's just not fun i feel like when it's me and you or me and Ray, like it's kind of more fun so the they, they let us play, you know, we're going to play with them last night, your brother and his friend, but they want to play yep. this fucking special event thing that makes you have to have the two-factor authentication turned on. And so I'm like, well, what the fuck's this bullshit? And it's like, well, go to this website <laughs> to turn it on. So I go to the website, and it's like, well, log in. And I try to log in. It's like, your account's temporarily locked. And I was like, what the fuck? And so eventually I, yep. I get logged in, and then it's like, to turn on two-factor authentication, download this whole other separate fucking app. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my, what the fuck? So basically, if you want to win some money at Fortnite or whatever the fuck we were trying to do last night, I don't know what it was. I don't even know how to do it. It's like it's a never ending list of things to do to authenticate my account to do that. So, yeah, I, I never did the authentication. So, I mean, <laughs> I just backed out of that part that it said, you know, like do the two step. I just hit back out and then it just took me back to the main screen. Right. Well, that's what it done to me, but it wouldn't go to ready. Like it, oh, wouldn't, see, it wouldn't yes, let me crazy. ready. Yours whenever. wouldn't go to ready. Mine, mine did. And I think it was because I was the main. I think they were making me host it or something. I don't know why. Because uh, that was super weird. Everyone else could go to ready, and I was like, it just will not ready for me. So, uh, Yeah, but no, we'll, we'll have to play for sure. I mean, like I said, me and Rusty won, and then I I won uh, two squad games the other day with that. And so, I mean, we'll have to play again, bro. For sure. And then we played, we sucked ass on the duos last night. We tried. Oh, it was bad. Um, but but we, just, did, we did bad. Just it just was not our not. Yeah, it just was, wasn't, wasn't our time. Just, you know fucking way she goes right well it was really because we kept landing at shitty places and not by each other and it was just oh yeah we were just acting crazy it just wasn't good it wasn't good strategies <laughs> not really all right man well i think that's about all i think we'll be good there um you know, like i said we have a long ass episode coming out wednesday a uh, music episode coming out this friday so plenty of fucking shit for y'all to listen to hopefully everyone likes it hell yeah man well i appreciate being on brother all right peace man peace bubble
makes beats.